0: You're listening to the only place on the internet that offers the perfect blend of high quality premium cigars and cryptocurrency news and commentary. Welcome to Cigars and Crypto. Now, here's your host, Invest Noir. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of Cigars and Crypto. Let me tell you, it's been a very, 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 very long time since I put out a podcast, right? I've been looking at different things to talk about, doing my research, um, all kinds of things going on right now in markets, all kinds of things going on right now uh, in, in, in the cigar industry. And I was at an event at Cigar Sessions in Middletown, Delaware, and I ran into this gentleman this guy blends some of the best boutique cigars you have ever smoked in your fucking life. I guarantee it. OK, he is Lee Marsh and he is with Stolen Throne Cigars. Lee, how are you, sir?
1: What's up, dude? I'm doing great, man. Thanks so much. I don't know if I deserve that interrupt- introduction, <laughs> but I appreciate it.
0: Trust me, man. Look. I happened to go into the lounge that day only because I had a friend who was looking for something that I knew was there, and I, I don't really—I'm not on Facebook as much as I should be—so um, that I did not know that there was a Stolen Thrones event. I walk in, I see you, and I see Jr., and I see a wall of Stolen Thrones. I thought I was going to fall out of my shoes. I was elated when I walked over to the table and I saw the call to arms corona i thought yeah. i was going to die because i've had it once before right and that is that vitola is my preference right that six by 46 six by 48 that range is, yeah. is the perfect kind of uh, uh to filler ratio for me and uh I, I just knew i said lee please man please come on please talk to me. Please educate me. Please enlighten uh, my listeners and the consumers about one of the best boutique brands ever created, Stolen Thrones. So uh, don't worry about the intro, brother. Believe me when I tell you, it is (laughs) well-deserved. It is well-deserved.
1: Well, I appreciate that, man, for sure. I'm happy to be here.
0: Awesome. So let's jump right in, man. I, I want to talk a little bit about you and what you do for Stolen Thrones. And then I want to talk about Stolen Thrones and the fantastic Stolen Throne lineup. So let's start with you. Tell me about yourself, Lee.
1: Well, you know, I'm a I'm originally a Baltimore boy. I was born and raised there. You know, and we we're now in Virginia. Now we've been in Virginia for about eight years, and that's obviously where Stolen Thrones headquartered with and and, and all that. So, um, really, for me, man, like cigars have always been a passion. It started as, you know, like what we did Saturday night, man, like that's like my favorite thing in the world, just hanging out with people, shooting the shit and smoking cigars, you know, um, and, you know, it it just kept building and building. And I say it all the time, like this fire got lit, you know, the first time that, you know, I ever went to a factory and went through a tour and like saw the whole process. and I just became enamored with it. And as I, as I continued to grow and all that kind of stuff, I was like, man, I could do this. I could do this. And we always say stupid shit like that. Like everyone always thinks that like, Hey, I could do that. Like w- with no understanding of what that is or how hard <laughs> that is to do. It. Like we always, like, I don't know if it's our bravado or whatever. We always think we can do it. And, uh, it, it ended up being a shit ton more work than I expected. But you know, here we are.
0: You know, that's actually <laughs> a great story, man. You'd be surprised. Um, how many people say they can do it versus how many people actually try to do it versus how many people actually do it. Right. It's one thing to say that you're going to do it, but the, the motivation, the dedication, the consistency, right. The wherewithal to do it is what separates so many people Uh, From their dreams. So to know that you 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 got enamored with the process, especially on a factory tour, man. Factory tours are like my favorite thing to do. Um, Oh, yeah, man, I love that, man. I love just smelling tobacco. I love to see fermentation. I love to see the rollers. I love to see the craft because, you know, um, handmade premium cigars are not like Philly blunts or Dutch masters. Right.
1: No, <laughs> they're, not, not they're not. They're not, not machine
0: all. rolled. You know, it, it's an art to it as well as a science, man. And so shout out to you, man. Congrats to you um, for going out and saying, I'm going to make a long lasting impression on the cigar world and doing it. Kudos. Oh, you
1: know, thanks, man. And, and I tell your point, man, I I still get fired up like I like, you know, there's something romantic about it right from the farms to the factories to everything to the whole the whole process fermentation you know the the sourcing the pylones and all that kind of stuff like to this still now man here we are you know the rojas factories up and running non-stop you know every time i'm in nicaragua and stepping through that front door i still feel the sense of excitement of going in there like it is like to your point it's it's craft it's a process you know and and for us and i I mean, you were there Saturday, there's another guy that's super aspiring. And like, I gave him the honest advice, like I told you, man, just do it. But do it the right way. Right? You know, I was lucky enough to be raised by an older generation that had a different mindset of how you apply yourself and the shit that you're supposed to do. Right? And if you're going to do something, you do it right. And, and so, there's no such thing as being halfway pregnant, right? You either are or you're not. So if you're going to do it, you got to do it. And you got to educate yourself and put yourself in a position to fail early and often and kind of learn and really apply if this is something that you want to do. And it is, man, it's a shit ton of work. Like we talked the other day, like, and a lot of it is the unknown unknowns. Like I could, man, I had no concept of the amount of time, effort and work that it was going to take i knew what i was willing to put in i was willing to do it no matter what but like it's a lot it's a lot but it's it's rewarding to meet people like you and to have the events like we had saturday and just spend time with people like that's what it's all about and and do it and seeing both sides of, of that right is uh it's super super cool for me
0: yeah man shout out to pat of uh the owner of cigar sessions in middletown delaware Good dude, man. I will
1: tell you, he makes me work harder than any fucking other <laughs> shop owner. I got so many texts, and I told him, I was like, man, don't ask me to do an event for a while. I love you, but
0: like, we're done for a while. He said, okay, yeah, next year. He said, okay, right. next year. Yeah, man, he's a real good dude, man. Shout out to Pat. Absolutely, um, absolutely. So, you know, during our conversation, um, one of the things that you said that really resonated with me. Um, was blending, and we talked a little bit about the blending process um, for creating a beautiful cigar, right? Tell me what it's like—like uh, like a day in the life of the blender for Stolen Thrones. What what does that look like?
1: I mean, a lot of it, to be honest with you, is. You know there there's periods of everything, like everything has a season, right? when we're when we first started out and we were sourcing, you know tobacco, we weren't really producing our own stuff yet and didn't have really a catalog of inventory of stuff we kept on hand. Um, we were buying as we needed, storing it obviously in abundance because we were producing cigars. Um, a lot of it is, creating that mental catalog and those notes and like becoming familiar with the product that you have available. Like it's all relationships, man, your farmers, your suppliers and where you're getting the tobacco from. And that's really, really where it starts. And then knowing that tobacco getting super familiar with it, like understanding notes and, and nuances and, you know, dexterities and like what complexities you can get from this or that. And then it's trial and error at that point. Like it is literally trusting your palate, understanding, conceptually where it's going to go from your aromas the room notes the tastes like the finishes and, and building upon that but it, it's kind of like if, if you if you've ever had an experience with or heard anyone talk about like the process of glass blowing, like glassblowing is such a like a super energy required like craft because you can you know, you work so hard and you build this thing and it's beautiful. And then at the final moment, when you're like heating it and tempering it for the last time, it shatters and explodes. And then you got to start all over again. Right. Like it, that's the same process. There's been like we talked like the Three Kingdoms is our, our, our most recent release in, in November of last year. That cigar like took me three years to create wow. because I don't know. It's you never know what. I'm one of those people where when I'm blending a cigar, I'm not trying to be myopic. I'm letting the tobacco dictate where it goes. I'll know it when I see it. I know it when I smoke it. I know it when I feel it. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't get there. So constantly restarting and re and rehashing and restarting and rehashing. And like, so it is that trusting the process, allowing the tobacco to dictate your creativity and kind of pushing it that way. Um, but it, it's a lot of, like I said, man, like the biggest thing is just trial and error. And then once you have the blend, here's the biggest thing that conceptually I had no concept of like whatsoever when we started the amount of work it takes to keep things consistent. Mm. Like, you know, you picked up the called arms, everyone you smoke has tastes exactly the same as yeah. to perform the same way. Like that is legitimately the hardest part. I used to tell people all the time when I first started going to Nicaragua, 100% of my time was just fucking around, just messing with tobaccos, doing all this, sh- all the cool shit. Now, like 80% of it is just sorting tobacco, checking tobacco, making sure the consistency, reblending to make sure the, the blends of each cigar stays where I need it to be, mm. all of those things. And like 20% of fucking around, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. like, it, it's, it's a lot of work because the consistency for me is what's really, really important. Like we get, we're, we're, we're super lucky to get, Enamored with all of the accolades and, and the support. But what, what really means the most to me is when someone comes to me and say You know what I love about your product? Every time I pick up a Stone Thorn product, I know what it's going to do. Yeah. I know it's going to taste the same. I know mm-hmm. it's going to perform. And I know that I'm getting my value. And like, that's what means the most to me. And because to me, that's what a brand should do. Yeah. Right. If you think about a brand that you go to, whatever it is clothing, shoes, cars it's what it's the reputation of that brand that you feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. If it's erratic, you're, you're probably not fucking going back to that brand every day. Yeah. So, you know, it's as much as the cool and romantic and, and creative process of it, the consistency is what's King.
0: Yeah. You know, man, that's actually a great segue into our next topic of discussion. And I've been chomping at the bit to get to it, right? Because you you said some buzzwords there that had me fucking going, right? You
1: said,
0: <laughs> you said, call to arms. You said, cook of the crown. You said, three kingdoms. Now I'm like, all right, fuck, I'm ready to smoke, right? So let's yeah. jump into Stolen Thrones, okay? Um, you guys have a fantastic fucking product. And everyone that I have ever picked up has always burned well. It was always extremely well constructed. It always delivered as promised every single time. Now, one of the things that Pat said to you when we were there, well, I don't know if he said it to you or someone sitting next to me, but he said, and he looked at me, he said, Dante smoked every single thing that's in that humidor, right? I smoke a lot of fucking cigars. Right. I really, 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 really like Stolen Thrones. Right. I really like Stolen Thrones like a lot. And so when I saw you, I was like, yo, I've got to talk to him and I've got to have other people learn about Stolen Thrones. Right. But then it hit me. Fuck! If he comes on the show and people start listening, they're gonna start buying them. Fuck up, and I won't be able to get them. But that's beside the point. I'm not gonna gonna be selfish. You know what I mean? That's not fair, right? You gotta share. I understand.
1: That's a hell of a sacrifice.
0: So, tell me about Stolen Throne. The Stolen Thrones lines, right? What cigars do you guys currently put out?
1: So Stolen Throne, essentially, man. If you want to get at the meta of what the brand is. It's essentially our journey through tobacco,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: Like we, we've we always been cigar nerds, you know, junkies for the boutiques, smoking what's new, what's different, mm-hmm. learning conceptually, just taking in everything we can. And and really, you know, we have the crook of the crown, which is the baby. Everyone's always going to go back to the crook because oh, yeah. it got us here, right? Yeah. It is, there's people that don't know who I am or stolen throne, but they know they like the crook of the crown. And I'm cool with that. Like, it's never it, like the brand was never supposed to be about me or Jr. It was always about the process and the product. Right. Right. And, and so the, the cigar took off like meteorically, like it was insane. Mm-hmm. I had in a million years, I could have never cons- like thought that that's how it would go. Um, yeah. and then we followed it up with your favorite, the call to arms, yes. um, which, was a complete 180 from what the crook is. And that was by design, right? Like, mm-hmm. I always tell people, like, my biggest fear as a blender is I never want to be predictable. I never want to be that guy where you try a new cigar from us, you take the band off, and you're like, yep, that's a soul-and-thrown cigar. And I'm like, right. fuck. Right, you know? right. Mm-hmm. Like, so, um, and then, you know, we have the Three Kingdoms, which is our and Habano that came out just in november of last year i just i guess it's almost a year ago now Mm -hmm. um and again just a completely different product completely different experience especially in the cuban prensado like so realistically man like what you're experiencing is just our journey and you know and it's kind of like we're getting a little bit braver with cigars that we do now because you know you're getting your foot wet and then you're like okay well do people understand what i'm trying to produce and are they they see where I'm going mm-hmm. and then you know the feedback just like answers up more okay well let's do this let's do that you know so the the three you know the three kingdoms was kind of that big ode to like a passion project because I'm a huge Habano guy and we didn't have a Habano scar mm. but also like it was probably the biggest challenge in our my career to this point because like I told you it took me three fucking years to do it yeah uh, so you know with with the crook, the call and three kingdoms, you're getting drastically different experiences, Mm -hmm. but like you said, they all fall in that, that overarching standard of quality that we have, you know, and, and the good thing is Noel and I have created such a process for maintaining that quality, right. Mm -hmm. And pushing forward. Now that doesn't mean that like, look, it's a natural handmade product. It doesn't mean something bad's not going to happen because it does. As much right. as it still keeps, still as much as it keeps me up at night, uh, it happens, and mm-hmm. it's it's impossible to get to zero, right, in terms of failure rate. I I want to try, uh, <laughs> I push it, but you know, there's only so much you can do. People are human, right. you know, right. Um, but really, as as the brand grows, um, you know, we you'll probably see another offering from us. Maybe next year. Uh, mm. We we we're getting rid of our limiteds now, so we're getting all our limiteds out. The Phantom Queen will be coming mm. if we if we if we stop getting hurricanes.
0: Um, mm. Wait a minute! hold on, dog! Hold on, dog! Hold up! Dog. Hold up! Hold up. Yeah. Wait a minute! Wait. A minute. Um, for those of you who are listening right now, did you just hear what Lee said? He said they may be releasing something next year. Yeah, that I mean, dope. Go it's all, it.
1: you know, it's one of those situations where, you know, I get that question a lot. Like, when's the next thing I said, well, I don't know. I mean, it, it tells the tobacco tells me, the scars tell me when they're ready. Mm-hmm. And so when they're ready, they'll be out. And I, but I'm, I'm anticipating a, a new regular production cigar next year. Okay. Um, so with that being said, you know, all things are subject to change, but that's, that's probably where we're headed. we wanted to take this year to get back to normal fulfill the demand that we already had for regular production and and get some of these limited editions that people have been hearing about we've been teasing for years but because of the pandemic we had to shift our focus right we like you know for me you know the way we approach business and, and you'll get this from pat is we're about partnerships it's not transactional for us and so when when covid happened i couldn't in good conscience decide all right, let's push out these super limited cigars. No, like we need to help our retailers stay in business. And how do you do that? Give them product that they sell every day, right? Um, and that's why we kind of delayed these limited editions to this year and the early part of next year's to start getting that off. And then, because once we got back to a pseudo normal, whatever normal is now, regular production schedule and, and kind of working through the debacle that COVID created as far as logistically. Yeah. And now it's time to kind of open the floodgates of creativity again. So, but we've always been working. I mean, don't think we ever stopped. I I never stop, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I I would say that there's a good chance you'll see another regular production release from
0: us next year in 2023. Mm -hmm. That sounds beautiful. I'm looking forward (laughs) to trying that, man. I'm looking forward to trying that. So you said something that really resonated with with me just now. Um, and I'm not I'm I'm gonna swing back to that because I, I need to hear this. What LEs do you have out? Tell me what they are, and then if you will be so kind, tell me where I can find them because I have desperately been looking for these limited editions and I don't know where to get them from.
1: So you're gonna be very upset with me.
0: Oh, come <laughs> um, on, man.
1: So to the so to this point, we've been doing one shop exclusive. So once they're out and they're gone, they're gone. Mm -hmm. um the only the only recurring limited edition we do is the argos and that's a project for um animal rescue that benefits every cigar a dollar from every cigar sold goes directly to rescues um so we do that with a, a shop out of out of malothia in virginia right outside of richmond called winston's we do that twice a year the argos is a killer cigar it's you you would dig it for sure um and we do that twice a year we do it in uh August and then we do it in February and we do the corona in February what you like the 6 by46 pigtail corona mm. we do that in February and then August we do a Toro um, the other things we've done for like cigar Federation like the oath taker and, and war council um, we've done a lot of these you know one-stop limited I'm so for us when we talk about being boutique like the true definition for us like I never wanted to be that guy that you know, here's the limited edition it sells out in an hour and six months later you're like oh here we brought it back because we made so much money like um, that's not and for us those limited editions allow us to get in a pocket of creativity that we might not have enough tobacco to do this you know on a broad scale but we mm-hmm. still want to be putting out really really cool projects and and that allows us to do that now the phantom queen is kind of a, a kind of shift from that right Mm-hmm. So a Phantom Queen is going. The Phantom Queen is going to be a nationally nationally released product. Um, it's still going to be one and done, but it'll be available in all of our retail stores nationwide. Um, so you'll have. I mean, as long as you're quick to pull the trigger, you won't have a, a problem finding it in the location. Okay. And then we'll and then we'll be doing the Throne Room Reserve, which will probably come out next year, um, which will be a vertical product, meaning that we're going to make all the cigars at the same time. And over time we're gonna release them batch by batch, year over year, until they're gone. So every year they'll be a little bit older sitting in Nicaragua in the aging room, and then mm-hmm. until they're gone. Um, and that actually came from uh, we were talking about the Saturday, someone was talking to me about it, and that actually I got that idea actually from Pinhook Bourbon and Rye. They they started doing a vertical release where every year they're doing in the same juice is a little bit older, and I was like, that's a really cool idea. Um so that's the plan. We're going to do that. Um, but yeah, and then, uh, so you'll always see these spot ups, but if you follow us on Instagram and Facebook, you know, you'll always be able to kind of figure out what we're doing and, and find out. We, we do a really good job at making sure people know and are aware of what's going to happen because we know these limiteds because they're, they're relatively small numbers compared to what we do elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So we know that they're going to sell out really quick and we want to give everyone a chance to grab them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know I'm going to be pre-ordering from Pat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure. Know, That's a good now idea. I, look, look, bro, now that I know the names, I'm going over there to "Oh, Pat. Here's his $500, bro. Like, um, <laughs> hold that for me, dog, because <laughs> when these come out, yeah. I need them. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're, they're going
1: to go. I, we So <laughs> the Phantom Queen, for sure, I mean, we've been teasing that for a while. That's been done. Uh, it was uh, The scars were done about two years ago, and then, you know, COVID hit, and then we just – we just felt like it wasn't the right time to do that kind of thing, you know? And so, but it already created this buzz because we've been talking about it. We've been handing out events. just so like, if you, you know, feedback and kind of get everyone excited. And for those that don't know, it's a full-bodied Connecticut, right? It's an Ecuadorian Connecticut over uh, a Mexican San Andreas binder and all Nicaraguan fillers. So it's super rich, super full, super spicy, really intense. Um, and a little story about that like we like challenges right like JRI neither of us really enjoy kinetics usually and we were like well what if we could make one that we really like and so like that kind of started the ball rolling on on that um, so JR put together you know that this was his passion project he you know i was too busy doing other things and he ran with it it's a super killer cigar um yeah, I think people are really gonna like it. It's gonna go fast, right? Like I expected them to be gone within the day they hit the shelves, you know. Uh, but yeah, man, we you know we'll keep pushing it out. And like I said, you know, you we do our best to keep everyone in the loop of what's coming next and and where it'll be. So just make sure you're following us on Instagram and 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 Facebook. Our, our website will be coming soon. Where that's actually in development, finishing up now. Cause I know people are going to hammer me about swag, which they've been doing for months. <laughs> so we'll be doing swag drops on the website and all that kind of stuff too. Um, so, always trying to improve the process, always making sure that the people that care and want to be involved and support us can can get all the information and all the access that they they require.
0: Now, Lee, I want to take a moment to thank you so much for joining me today, um, for teaching me and teaching my listeners today for educating us and introducing uh, some of us to the Stolen Thrones brand. So tell people where we can find you in Stolen Thrones online. You mentioned your socials.
1: Yeah, that's the key spot right now. First of all, man, Dante, thank you so much for your time. And I'm I'm glad to be here. Um, I, I'm always willing to chat and cut it up, man. I can talk about this shit forever. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, you're right. The socials are the big spot. We we we're super interactive. Feel free to message us if you're having a hard time finding a retailer or asking questions. Like please reach out. We 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 love to interact. Um, We will drop the new website. It should be done sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. That'll have an interactive map for retailers. You know, Mm -hmm. it'll keep you up to date on all the new drops, swag, and product. We're going to have some really, really cool stuff there as far as productions and, and media and stuff like that. So there's a big plan for the website. Um, but for now, I mean, feel free, reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Outstanding. Ladies and gentlemen, Lee Marsh of Stolen Thrones Cigars. Sir, thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thank you, man.